Hey, you're listening to episode 141 of the Keto Diet Podcast, and today I want to chat with you guys about keto crotch and overall vaginal health. And I posted about this on Instagram stories back at the beginning of March when everyone was going crazy over this keto crotch thing. And if you don't know what keto crotch is, I'll explain it in a moment. And I wanted to put together this episode based on the questions you had and also to just chat about vaginal health because I think a lot of us are ashamed of our vaginas and I just don't think it's anything we need to totally freak out about. <laughs> if you have questions about today's content, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me. And today's podcast extra and transcript, including all the bonus links and resources can be found at healthfulpursuit.com slash podcast slash E141. And I've got one cool thing for you today. And that is that April 9th is a very, very special day to me and will probably be forever because my newest cookbook, the Keto Diet Cookbook hits shelves, and I'm pretty excited about it. Now, if you've already pre-ordered a copy, thank you, thank you, thank you. Pre-ordering is so important. And if you haven't already, I am going to explain a little bit behind the Keto Diet Cookbook so you can make a decision on whether or not it would be good for you. The Keto Diet Cookbook is so much different than my first book. I think with my first book, I felt like it needed to be so fancy, like the recipes needed to be fancier. And a huge, huge major amount of feedback from y'all was that you don't need fancy food and you want something that you can put together quickly that is balanced in macros. That's a complete meal for your family, makes great leftovers, can be freeze, can be made in your instant pot or your pressure cooker, and is just easy and good and uses wholesome ingredients that aren't fancy And a major thing that a bunch of you said was that you didn't like meal planning. It took too much time. You were trying to calculate everything. You didn't know how to hit your macros with the meals. And if you were making a pot roast, you didn't know what to include with the pot roast to balance out your macros. I've taken all of this feedback and that is the Keto Diet Cookbook. It comes with over 140 recipes made with whole foods, zero fancy ingredients, plus each and every single recipe is a complete meal making it a balanced keto meal. All the macros are calculated perfectly and I've put together a meal planning system. So you just put in your details, it spits out a meal planning combination that fits your goals and your hunger level and then you just follow along the different colored guides throughout the book to make your meal plans. I did a little test run of building out some meal plans and each meal plan took between three and five minutes for an entire week of breakfast, lunch, dinner on the ketogenic diet. I was pretty impressed. So if you want to pre-order, you can go to ketodietbook.com. And if you pre-order before April 8th, you are entered to win a $500 keto pantry bundle complete with everything you need to make fat burning your number one priority. And if you're in Canada, this giveaway is open to you too. Only I can't get all the goodies over to you. So instead, you're entered to win a $600 gift card to amazon.ca. I mean, the things you could buy for $600. It's just incredible. You can check out all the pre-order options at ketodietbook.com. And once you've pre-ordered, head back to ketodietbook.com before April 8th. Click on the free with your copy link at the top of the page, enter your details, and you will be entered to win. Okay, let's do this thing. 
Welcome to the Keto Diet Podcast, the show all about keto for women so you can burn fat, balance your hormones, and heal your body. If you're new around these parts, I'm Leanne Vogel. You may know me as the international best-selling author of The Keto Diet and author of the upcoming paperback book, Keto for Women, where I'm showing you how to take charge of the imbalances that are ruling your life so you can discover your happy weight in three easy steps. Or you may know me as the nutritionist that likes dipping pork rinds in avocado oil mayo. I'm so glad you're here with me today, and thanks so much for listening. So as I mentioned, today we're going to be talking about keto crotch. And if you don't know what keto crotch is, basically it's this phenomenon that's going around on the internet saying that when you start eating keto, your vagina starts smelling really bad and never goes away. <laughs> So yeah, this can happen to any eating style at any point, depending on what you're eating, how you're eating, your stress levels. I mean, there are so many variables to vaginal health. And when I mentioned this on Instagram, a lot of women responded to me saying vaginas, ew. And I thought that that was just a very interesting reaction because I don't think of any body part on my body as being ew. I mean, I definitely have a different relationship with my huge thighs than I do with my nose. <laughs> I definitely have different feelings about it. But just I find it interesting when news stories pick apart a specific area on our body that is just that has a lot of um, emotion to it like the vagina. And this whole keto crotch thing came about way back in August of 2013, where someone posted about the fact that when they started eating keto, they developed a vaginal smell. And some women agreed, some women said they never had problems. And then again, in 2014, somebody posted on Reddit about vaginal odor changes. And despite these posts dating back five or six years ago, it was never really a buzz and nobody really talked about it. In fact, I've had no one in the history of being on keto, being in the keto space as a nutritionist since 2014, talk to me about vaginal health or bring up the fact that their body odor changes, especially with their vagina. This wasn't really a buzz until February of 2019. Back to today's episode in a sec. Key Life is a sponsor of the podcast and they make one of the most wholesome, delicious, low-carb, totally keto pizza crusts out there. In fact, they may be the only company that makes whole food-based pizza crust mix for us keto folks. Yeah, there are other brands out there that make pizza crust mix, quote-unquote, but they're either too sweet, too coconutty, they taste more like shortbread than actual pizza, or you have to add a ton of eggs to the mix to make it work, jacking up the overall cost of making a simple keto pizza at home. This is why I love Key Life Keto Pizza Crust Mix. Just add water. In less than 40 minutes, you'll have a tasty, organic, low-carb pizza flatbread, golden brown, and low-carb. Made with organic flaxseed, organic almonds, organic cashews, grass-fed collagen peptides, grass-fed gelatin, dried chia seeds, sea salt, and that's it. I love putting salami, chicken, capers, and bacon on mine. What's your favorite pizza combo? Try yours today by going to healthfulpursuit.com K-E and use the coupon code Leanne10 for 10% off. Unsure of the link? simply check out today's show notes for all the details. Okay, back to today's episode. 
So there are a lot of stories going around about how Keto Crotch came about, if it's a problem, what we should do about it. But I thought it was really interesting that in February, uh, Weight Watcher stock dropped more than 30%. And a bunch of people on the internet are actually saying that Weight Watchers brought up this story on Keto Crotch because women who had been following Weight Watchers, found that the ketogenic diet worked better, and there was this whole story on the internet about it. And a lot of people are suspecting that Weight Watchers actually brought up this story again to try to push people from keto back to Weight Watchers. They ran a bunch of ads along the stories that were bringing up Keto Crotch as a as a way to perhaps bring in more people into their program. Now, we don't know this, but that's what a bunch of people are saying about why Keto Crotch was brought back up. And this Keto Crotch story has been picked up by Women's Health, Mag.com, Forbes, Refinery29, Huffington Post. And when I looked at the Women's Health Post, I mean, I read a lot of these posts just to kind of understand where this Keto Crotch thing was coming from. I spoke to a lot of women and asked them because I didn't experience this when I went keto. I did experience a change in body odor, specifically uh, my armpits stunk for like three weeks. In order to get over that, I used Dr. Bronner's soap and I used charcoal face mask on my armpits and that helped a lot. And then I just drank a lot of water, had a lot of lemon juice and it just went away. And I wasn't able to find any women whose vaginas started smelling quite considerably on keto. Now that's not to say that it doesn't happen. And we're going to get to um, ways that you can address this if you have found that your vaginal odor and your vaginal health has changed since you've gone keto because this isn't a normal thing and we need to understand that vaginal health is important. And I think it's challenging when all these news stories start being posted about keto crotch and really preying on women's insecurities publicly like this, it can be really damaging for women. And it's unfortunate that it came across this way and that we had to use keto crotch, which is, is, I feel like, such a derogatory term to explain something that women are already super insecure about. Um, And in the Women's Health Post, At the very beginning of this post, it said, to make one thing super clear first, there's no research confirming that keto crotch is in fact a thing. But then they go on to talk about when the body is in ketosis, aka it breaks down fat for fuel instead of carbs, it produces ketones, chemicals like ACE to acetate, beta hydroxybutyrate, and acetone. But because your body produces more of them on the ketogenic diet, the excess can make your poop, pee, and breath a little more smelly, again, like nail polish remover. It's true that during your transition to keto, you may experience changes to your bodily smells, like I mentioned, and this usually goes away after your body becomes fat adapted. Now, also in this article, at the very end of the article, they said, like, this is a keto danger. It just confirms that you shouldn't go keto. But they started the article by saying that there's no research on it and they couldn't back up any of the claims. So so this goes back to how important it is that when we see information on the internet that we assess ourselves based on the information that we're taking in. So take a step back. Ask yourself, has my vaginal health changed since I went keto? Yes or no? If it has, for the positive, yes. For the negative, no. Has it changed negatively? Yes. Okay. So how do we, how can we approach this in a healthful way instead of freaking out? Back to today's episode in a sec. 
Today's show is brought to you by Four Sigmatic. Years ago, I was addicted to caffeine and it wasn't pretty. Multiple pots of coffee is what got me through the day. And if I didn't have enough, I'd suffer through headaches. If you want to get off the caffeine roller coaster like I did, try Four Sigmatic coffee. It has half the caffeine of the other stuff, but tastes like the real deal. What's the secret? Think of it like a 50-50 mix of coffee and unicorn dust brought to you by the power of mushrooms. Mushrooms have been used in traditional Chinese medicine for centuries to treat fatigue, sickness, kidney disease, and low sex drive. Their coffee is a blend of organic Arabica coffee and mushrooms focused on increasing brain power, lowering stress, energy boosting, and more. You can use the coupon code KETO for 15% off all things at forestigmatic.com slash keto. Unsure of the link? Check out today's show notes for all the details. Okay, back to today's episode. And also, if there's any men listening, if you read a story about vaginas, it's probably not a good thing to bring up a woman's vagina in a meeting room of people like, hey, you heard of this keto crotch thing? This has been a real thing. A bunch of women have reached out to me on this over the last couple of weeks. I just really, really, it just makes me so upset. So let's talk about addressing smells vaginal health and how to address our vaginal health from any angle, really, regardless if you're keto or not. Um, When I was younger, I dealt with a lot of HPV issues. My vaginal health was definitely not the best. At that time, I was really ashamed of it and a lot of shame built up about that of not having I felt like it was not having proper hygiene and I beat myself up over it. But looking back, I really wasn't eating that well. And the major thing that made such a huge difference on my personal vaginal health was supplementing with B-complex. Now, any brand will do. I use the brand AOR. You can find out more details of my favorite supplements and things that I use by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash favorites. So B vitamins made a really big difference. Also eating alkaline foods, so leafy greens. I noticed that when I went keto and I stopped eating as many leafy greens, in fact, I was counting my kale and stressing out about my broccoli, my body odor did change, like I mentioned, and I was using everything external to try to fix it when all I needed to do was eat more leafy greens. Things like coconut oil, avocado oil, olive oil are really healthful. And if you're noticing a change in your vaginal health for the worse, look at your processed foods. Look at the keto foods that you're eating, the snacks that you're consuming, the processed oils that you might be consuming, those refined oils. And it could be more than just about your macros and more about the quality of foods that you're choosing. So choose whole foods over processed foods. If you're overdoing dairy, especially processed dairy, it's not really recommended. So if you love dairy and you're thinking you could never live without it, that's fine. Perhaps switch to raw cheese farm fresh eggs. So if there's somebody locally that has chickens that you could purchase off of instead of buying your eggs at the grocery store, that could be helpful. Like any little adjustment that you can make to opt for more whole foods is going to make a difference on your overall vaginal health. And again, pile on the greens. This will help increase your alkalinity, which will change the health of your vagina. And I actually got a couple of tips from women that make their own coconut oil suppositories for their vagina. So what they do is they will freeze little pieces of coconut oil. And basically what they do is they spoon out coconut oil at room temperature. Now, if you live in the Caribbean like me, 
coconut oil is always soft, like liquidy soft. So this is only for people that are in cold climates, spoon out the coconut oil, shape it into almost like little pill shapes and then freeze them. And if you are in a warm climate like me, you can always put your coconut oil in the fridge and store it in the fridge and then do the same thing. Roll it into a little pill form, put it in the freezer. And then if you find that your vaginal health is suffering or you just need a little boost for your vagina, you can actually insert the coconut oil into your vagina. Now do this at bed. I would recommend put down a towel on your bed and then insert it, sleep, and then the towel will um, have some of the oil on there. I've done this a couple of times. I love it. Coconut oil also makes an amazing lubricant. So if you are using other lubricants, maybe store uh, bought lubricants uh, that have processed ingredients that maybe aren't so good for your overall vaginal health, go for that. Another little tip, uh, we chatted all about the keto hormone fix over on episode 128. I'll include a link in the show notes for that, where we chatted about how to make your body more alkaline on the ketogenic diet. So if you are having issues with overall vaginal health, I would recommend checking that out. And ultimately, if you're experiencing unpleasant side effects on keto, that's your that's your body's way of telling you and communicating to you that something is off. And it's generally just a matter of tweaking a couple of little things. And if you're looking for more tweaks and you're feeling a little lost, especially keto for women, I'm in the process of writing my third paperback book, Keto for Women. You can find out more details by going to ketoforwomen.com. And I hope that today's episode was super helpful. And just know that having a vagina, caring for your vagina, there's nothing to be ashamed about. And I think the more we chat about this stuff, the more um, we don't have to feel shame about the fact that sometimes we need a little help in the vaginal department. Okay, I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I will see you in a couple of days. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition programs.